You're listening to the Nerd to Know Media Network. Join us at nerdtoknowmedia.com. All right, so you're wondering, how do I listen to you guys live? How do I check it out? Well, good news. We stream every Wednesday, 9 p.m. over on Twitch. Nerddux, N-E-R-D-D-U-X, or Nerd to Know Media on YouTube or Twitch. That's how you're going to go to catch us. Hope to see you in the live chat. Broadcasting from the Blanchistan Center, this is Phoenix FM. The internet is a communications tool used the world over where people can come together to bitch about movies and share pornography with one another. According to the Nerd Index, you should be upside down in a junior high toilet around the clock. This is Sparta! All your base are belong to us. It's a drop 9,000! That's the last Leave Benny alone! Leroy Dragons! The balls are inert. And now it begins. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, we are live here on Phoenix 92.5 FM. Uh, where else aren't we live? You were on YouTube, we're on Spotify, we're on Twitch, all that good stuff. Uh, wherever you're joining us, please join us in the chat because it's just myself and Bryn today. So, an old school Nerd to Know Media show. Uh, I think we got a bit of good production here now, Bryn, which is nice. Yeah. Um, so hopefully we've we definitely done worse shows. Production. Oh yeah, no, we've done production-wise, it's it's kind of ropey, but it's kind of oh, cool man. to do our first show of 2021. Uh, you know, kicking it old school for the first episode. <laughs> absolutely, things are kind of weird at the moment in the world in general. So we yeah. still wanted to yeah. do a show despite I mean, it. So the um, like. You know, we're barely we're barely a fortnight. We're barely even a week. Uh, by the time this comes out, we'll be barely a fortnight into uh, into the new year. And already, twenty twenty one has turned heel on us. Absolutely, <laughs> so, you know. Absolutely. Which side is he on? Not ours. <laughs> Not ours. That's twenty twenty one. I think we're we're gonna be in for um, yeah. a, a bit of a rough ride, you know. But yeah. look, it is what it is. Do the COVID there, drop of doom and. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, it's it's not good. It's not good. Yeah, like you know, but, you know, um, it's bad when Hulk Hogan sells for COVID. You know. <laughs> well, I well, look. Obviously, since you choose yourself and myself this week, wrestling's yeah. going to happen. Um, yeah. Did you see Raw this week? Did you know what happened on Raw this week? Um, I'm, I'm aware it was a Legends show, but I would uh, I would argue yeah, that is it really a Legends show if Gilbert is next to Goldberg? It, you know, it was it was it was probably one of the worst things ever. <laughs> and if you watched it, I'm really sorry. I apologize personally I, that you watched it. Um, it, like let's say Hogan was there, tried to put over Drew McIntyre, put himself over, and it's like, well, this is why we don't cover that, wrestling anymore. Yeah, but that that's so. you know that's like a very Hulk Hogan thing to do. You know, I'm I'm not uh, even I shocked. Do, I, do, I do have to say something really funny though that happened. Apparently, there was he was upset that he wasn't welcomed backstage. It's like, well. Yeah, you know, you, you are a horrible person and have said horrific things on the record. Yeah. So yeah, I'd be upset too. Yeah, there was. The, you know, I remember seeing the, the the thing I heard about that was like um, it was a tweet from uh, AW Women's Wrestler Big Small, mm. where yes. she was replying. She was replying to a uh, like a, someone just posted up the full an article on it, where just like the headline reads that like uh, Hulk Hogan feels that. Uh, uh, that no one has respect for his accomplishments anymore. So he had a very frosty reception when he came to WWE. So not sure that's it, the Hulkster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, know? yeah. I, I'm pretty sure it's everything yeah. else that you've done, including yeah. stuff that you, you set off record and yeah. on the record and yeah. just generally well, the way the, you were. And the so. things you said when you thought you were off the record, but you were in fact on the record. Um, Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. But, but like, I, look, man, I don't, I don't look, I don't know what the value is of bringing these people out uh, if you're not going to use them. Like they had, uh, Melina was there and she also yeah. said it was Lucha and that was it. 
You're like, you couldn't have brought her mm. out to manage someone. Yeah. You know, it's just, it's just, there's just all this dumb stuff that makes no sense. And I'm just like, WWE, you know, they've lost their way. Yeah. And uh, look, we were talking before we went on air here about some of the projects we could do. One of them being like the worst of the decade. Yeah. Which is cool. And it, it's the best you know? of the decade. Oh, you know, the, yeah, feel, yeah, absolutely. You know. But what's interesting about that is well, there was this kind of rapid decline, you know, you know, as we said, and it's just like, what's going to, you know, yeah. I, I when I'm say it was the, like a rapid decline, I would say it was like a very steady decline, but it just seems to be like really encapsulated. Um, like, you know, I mean, some people like when there's kind of be argument about there's going to be like a certain level of debate of when did the decline start? Because like, they're, you know, there would be people who would say around 2015, around 2017 mm. is also a year I hear get thrown out because some people are very positive about 2016. That's when they did the uh, brand split back when um, when uh, Shane McMahon and Daniel Bryan were running SmackDown. And like, look, mm. I mean, 2016 had some really good stuff in it. So if you feel that way, when I totally accept that. You know, but, 20, but here's the thing: I would I would argue that 2016 was a reaction to 2015. It was, yeah, absolutely. Where it was. It's like if they had have kept going, I, what I'll do, I'll try to dig up some of the shows and put them up on the network yeah. or archive them in some way because we talked about this in great detail at the time. Yeah. And one of the main reasons why we stopped doing a wrestling show, and one of the reasons I was hesitant to do a wrestling show, even with Dave, was because I didn't want to be so negative. Like we'd come that, on every week and we'd talk about, you know, we, we, we talk, we talk, we, 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 we try. We try. We would be but, positive about SmackDown more often than not during that period because SmackDown was absolutely. watchable. But that was the benchmark was that we were going, it's watchable, it's fine, you know, but we go like, but the stuff that we're really happy about would have been, you know, NXT or Lucha Underground or, or Ring of Honor at the time was very good. Uh, and God, God, I mean, Ring of Honor now is so bad. Um, so bad, yeah. Like it, it, I mean, again, you talk about declines. Ring of Honor is... You know what happened? Well, I wouldn't. <laughs> well, I wouldn't even. Well, I wouldn't even say Ring of Honor declined as much as uh, its premise was picked up and done better by NXT, and then AEW kind of picked it up. And you know, it just kind of was I, overshadowed well, I, by itself. I, I, I think. I think there was a couple of like. I definitely think that like those those factors are definitely true. But I think there are other things that were at play. I think once they had they established. Um, they established a relationship with New Japan Pro Wrestling, mm. which was very healthy and was a good way to get get a, a better, bigger spotlight for the top stars. But then what happened was those top stars went to greener pastures, places like New yep. Japan Full Time, or they went to WWE, or now AEW. And they didn't have anyone to replenish that well. When, mm. when when they lost the likes of Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly, and, you know, I'm trying to think who else was in that crop, but there was a big, a big crop. Lethal. Jay Lethal. Roger Strong, Jay Lethal, all the uh, guys who were yeah, kind of their workhorses all yeah. just left. Well, Jay Lethal's still there, but like they basically were left with Jay Lethal and Matt Taven. And That's what I mean. It was like literally they had a lot of people for Jay Lethal to work off. Yeah. And then it's just him just there pretty yeah. much by himself. Yeah. And like, like, okay. Look, look, I mean, again, both of us would say, both of us have, have very positive things about say about Jay Lethal as a wrestler. But he's only one guy and you, he's also not he's also not the kind of guy you can build an entire promotion around. He's a very good wrestler. You can, but, what I'd say is you can, if you have the time and you have the people for him to work with, which here's like, like if NXT didn't kick off the way it yeah. was, Vader, we could, if they had all of that, and even impact wrestling now, which is kind of taken yeah. over as the number three, but, right? I mean, it, uh, like, and a good number three. Impact's been like, impact is kind of like the inverse um, yeah, it's, it's like the, the inverse, inverse of Ring of Honor. Yeah, I would say it's the inverse of WWE, to be honest, because from oh, 2015 yeah. is it's been when that's when they when they started really shedding some of their dead weight, and mm. it's just been going from strength, strength to strength. strength from that point. It's funnily yeah. enough, it's like basically the around the time when they signed Sammy Callahan is pretty much around the time when the show started show, showing signs of improvement. You know, and I'm not saying it's because yeah. of him. I'm just saying it. It just happens. Well, actually, on the, on that point, Bryn, I would say that's very astute because 
let's examine why like with a with AEW, it's kind of its own thing we've talked yeah. about that myself yeah. and dave on many times but just going wwe impact wrestling wwe suffers suffers from a fact that you know they do stuff and it doesn't make any sense and then they forget about it yeah. and then there's no overarching main story or main theme or anything to really kind of latch onto. Impact Wrestling went the opposite way where they tell these really long-term storylines that go on for months, if not years, years. where you can invest in them. Yeah, you can invest in them and yeah. it's like, well, what okay, we're, that, you know, like, 2020 we saw and we're still seeing the, the knock-on effects of the Impact yeah. uh, invasion into AEW. So it's just, it's one of those things where it's just like, well, okay, this it's, is But it's even... Like, look at like uh, the rivalry between uh, Eddie Edwards and uh, Sammy Callahan. Well, that started. Oh, for sure. What three, four years ago, and it's and still they brought Ken going Shamrock on. and everything. Yeah, it's yeah, still and they've added new on. elements with Ken Shamrock. Yeah, and, and like, I mean, I think stuff like that, like it, it's great. It, it's great for Impact, and I think Impact has because like the criticism that's always been thrown at Impact has been that it never once they got rid of the six sided ring. And they they basically got rid of anything that made the X Division special. They basically neutered their identity. And now they're kind of starting to do that again, where they're really carving out an identity for themselves. But it's not so much like an identity as being like, um, you know, it's not necessarily an identity of like a specific style in the ring or whatever. But it's just like this um, intensity of going, everything we do is long form everything and you know what it is and it, what you know what it's, you know what it is Bryn it's only for the fact that the rewind is taking this approach that it has mm. where we're watching all their, all their shows if you stick on WWE from 1999 and mm. then watch an Impact Wrestling show you'll be more than surprised you'll be more than surprised at the the correlations between the two well, they're very the creative, similar look at the creative behind very similar uh, behind mm. uh, Impact Don Callis and yes. uh, Don Callis and uh, Scott Demore, and like I mean, mm. Scott's been Scott has always been a gifted booker. Absolutely. Um, well, it's it, it's like it, it's weird, right? Because Impact would, you know, I you know we were covering it, and I've been covering it, and Impact, you know, there through the worst of it. Yeah. And it was just like, it's so weird to see a show now that. Is so mm. hyper aware of what they're doing and where they're going. Where at the time they didn't really know what they were doing and they were kind of jumping back and forward, mm. and it, it basically nearly killed the company three or four times. Yes, WWE only for the fact that it's so big. I would argue that WWE should be finished now, like almost completely, if it wasn't so big. Like, mm. I don't think WWE will ever collapse or or fall. But what I can say and what probably might happen is, eventually, eventually heads have to be, you know gotten rid of eventually debts have to be collected you know the man comes mm. around eventually yeah. and with wwe that might happen sooner rather than later now we've heard styles about wwe being sold but like here's the thing the network is what it is right i have a network subscription because mm. i use it for the show and I, you know i like watching the older stuff and it's it, it is worth it in that sense however though Eventually, people are going to stop watching the TV show. Now, I've almost completely stopped watching the TV show, uh, almost exclusively. I just yeah. don't have the time or the interest. I, I've, uh, I've completely stopped watching. Completely stopped watching. Yeah, and that's fair. But as yeah. I said, you know, a lot of people now, how many people watch the show? Probably not that many. At what yeah. point are these TV <laughs> executives going to step in and go, listen, this has to change? Well, that, that's you know? the interesting thing because, like, with, um, with Fox, because of how much money they put into it, they have thrown the toys out of the pram, which is why SmackDown tends to be viewed, tends to be regarded as a better show than it's a it's a watchable Raw. show. Raw is not watchable uh, at all. Raw is yeah. terrible. But, but what's interesting is that apparently now the the USA executives have um, I read, read the report on this not too long ago where they um, uh, where apparently they want to see a change. A yeah, my um, Now again, I'm, again, it's a, it's just a report, so it could be, it could be, it could be BS. And personally, I don't think that like a mature presentation is the issue. It's a quality issue. It doesn't matter what demographic you're going after. The fact of the matter is, it's PG, but the majority of their viewers are over fifty. 
and yeah. when and you know what that's a lot of, that, that surprises a lot of people too sorry for interrupting you Brent but that's a lot of people yeah. a lot of people um, are surprised by that sorry continue yeah but when when like again that's a when 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 your core audience is a 50 plus thing, and this was the, th- this was a thing that people may uh, took issue with an impact not too long ago mm-hmm. as well, by the way, where Absolutely. they were saying it was that the age of the audience watching is too old. And that, that is very much a case here. And like, well, while it's not a, uh, now you could probably say that the younger audience probably aren't watching TV. Maybe they're, maybe they're watching on the network. Maybe they're watching, um maybe they're watching through youtube watching through other social media um things and that's that's entirely possible you know um but but here's uh, here's here's an interesting well on that point there's an interesting fact right and i noticed it again while i was what i said i wasn't watching raw but i watched some of it just to kind of see how bad it actually was mm. and they released these their ads that they run and the way they present it the past is cooler than the present yeah. to, for the WWE. No one yeah. is a star in WWE, right? No one, yeah, no one is the stars. Yeah, no, well, not only that, but like, there's nobody who's a star. Yep. Like, no one. Yeah. Goldberg but, shows up and it's like, okay, yeah, he's gonna pop it, but no one has interest because Goldberg sucks. Yeah. So it's like, okay, the, the, you know. This is like, and we, like, again, it's been a while since myself and you talk wrestling. So there's like, a yeah. bunch of, there's a bunch of uh, things that I'll throw in here now. Again, like, sure. they, they don't want people being stars. And one of these can point you to go, well, this is, you can see that they don't want people being stars because they tried to get rid of everyone's Twitch accounts while uh while uh, uh, during lockdown. And they did that because that was a side hustle for those guys. And they were making money, and they had to do something because they were all on their um, their, de- their downside their downside guarantee, which is basically yeah. the money they're gonna make if they're not doing anyway. house shows. Yeah, you know. So if they're not doing house shows, they they're not making extra money because they're not selling merch and they're not doing X, Y, and Z. But so like they were trying to replenish that kind of income by doing Twitch and the like, and then they came after them, and yeah. you know like. I mean the the whole inter the whole independent contractor argument is something that we're going to see. I I think it it it's far from done at this point. I would say, uh, especially with the current uh, administration in place in America, we might actually see some more more stuff on that. Um, uh, might see more stuff on that in the future. But look, the, I don't, I, I, on that, I don't I don't see any big change happening. Mm. In WWE ever, yeah. Unless Vince McMahon is replaced or yep. or finished, because at the end of the day, he can run that the way he wants, and that's yep. what's happening. I, I hate to do this because it's so internet smarky, but when well, you can yeah. see, it's true. And here's the thing: I've I've seen it in place. I've seen it with my own eyes in TNA yep. when it was TNA in the dark side. I've I've seen what this looks like. And, you know, you can say pretty much, I remember going into a room, not naming names. I remember going into a room and been asked after the show, and I think it was in Manchester, Liverpool, I can't remember. And they're like, Dara, what do you think of the show? And then I went through and was explaining the good and the bad side of what happened. And the eyes glazed over. Yep. And then I was like, here you go, here's a drink. I'm like, okay. Yep. <laughs> it's like, yeah, at the end of the day, they don't want to hear this. They just want, just no. want, just want but, to do the show. Uh, but as well as that, it's... <laughs> I think when, um, like, I mean, TNA's always had like has had a historical issue with feedback. Anyway, like uh, Lance Storm um, talked about this at length, where he'd said like, you know, he used to give feedback extensively to both Impact and to uh, Ring of Honor at the same time. You know, where he would go, like, oh, like I don't know if it was minute to minute, but he'd pretty much be like, this is good that's bad that guy's gear is good that guy's that guy's gear is bad you know and kind of like just kind of run through it like that he said like mm. ring of, it's like impact you'd never hear anything back from them they didn't want to hear anything they just went okay great thanks lance and he eventually stopped doing it but ring yeah. of honor ring of honor as officials themselves much more receptive to feedback much more receptive to it but not just that but wrestlers there 
and you can imagine who they who some of the wrestlers like again we're talking this was a story that broke in 2014 so we're talking like a period of like 20 from like 2011 to 2013 probably of wrestlers who would have been on the independent circuit in ring of honor well, and you can think of well, Brent, who uh, would have gone i want feedback but, and but that's you, just not happening but, but the know? overarching point on that is it didn't matter who that was. Like, here's the thing. It sounds like that was a very WWE approach, which is what Impact tried to do. They tried to basically be WWE in, a, in, in approach. They baked out of them. You know? Yeah, but here's the thing. You know, when you move away from your core fan base or people who brought you to the dance, they're the ones that keep you afloat when times get hard. Yeah. And now we're seeing this with WWE where times are hard for a lot of people. Yeah. And when they should be focusing on, even though they made record profits last year, which they did because they yeah. managed to stay open during a pandemic and all that kind of stuff. But what I'm saying to you is, when times get hard, and they will eventually get hard, but you know, people can't afford the WDB network and all they have is the network television deals. If those numbers aren't great and they're not, they're pretty, they are pretty terrible. Um, yeah. It's going to bite but them. The, 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 the network, uh, the network uh, numbers in of themselves are like the streaming service uh, numbers in of themselves aren't stellar they're not like no they're not they're not anything they're not anything close to what they thought they were going to get they thought they were going to get a million subscribers before they even went to other markets mm. and they didn't get close and yeah. you know like then like i think they need they needed a million million subscribers to break even mm. um, anything after that they're making profit I'm yeah. just, and I, like I, don't, I haven't looked at the numbers in years, but I would say that they're still in a very similar spot now, where they're still trying to make a cost-effective show. And they've made a free well, play and stuff now. They've made a, fr- they've made they a have, free they've done tier stuff. Yeah, yeah, they've done tiers, and you know, to be fair, like it's a great app. They vastly improved it. Um, it's one of those things that, as a wrestling fan, I would say, look, it's worth it. Um, mm. Even just to watch the older content to kind of dig through and that, that kind of stuff. But when you're, what's bizarre about it is they have this great product, they have this great platform, and then on your hand they have this fucking terrible show, yeah. uh, and you're like, okay, well eventually you're going to run out of that content because it's kind of like, so what are you going to do in a couple of years? Eventually you're just going to have nothing to replace what's there. Like yeah. I can honestly say, hand on heart, I haven't gone back and watched anything from like 2013 before 2000 yeah. like after 2013 i just haven't yeah. i've had no so interest like, like well so like well, basically around the time when the shield broke up is when you just <laughs> you won't go back well yeah you when know? the shield broke up or when punk um yeah. left or whatever you know because and it wasn't even because you know my favorite wrestlers left or whatever it was more yeah, well, a like case he, he left he left royal rumble 20 2013 2014 2014. So yeah, it was in around that. But what I, mean, what I mean is like, that's when characters stopped. That's when big names kind of stopped being a thing. So yeah. with the result, there was nothing really to kind of go back to. Because like, I remember when, and even now, like doing the rewind, mm. you remember how good wrestling is. You remember how good it can be. And you remember why... Mm. You were a wrestling fan in the first place. Yeah, but that, that that was why even back in the day when I start when we first when I started doing the desk with you, I was always very very much like I love watching indie wrestling because that's where I get a joy for watching wrestling from. Mm. You know, like um, and I, I would still say the the analogy to an extent still holds through where like watching indie wrestling is where you see like, and when I say indie, I'm not talking like. AEW or uh, like by the way you mean actual indie like I mean like actual indie where you're talking like you are talking like the the likes of Ring of Honor or you're talking about like an over the top wrestling over here or you're talking pro wrestling gorilla or you know whatever you know you're and again like those are some of the bigger indies but like if you're talking like even at that level that's kind of like where you see like you tend to see more of what wrestling is and what wrestling can be and mm. you know, I, and I, I think there, I think there's a certain level of enjoyment in watching wrestling that does that for you. But I, it's just, even more I what wrestling should. It's even more what wrestling should be. You uh, know, I, you know what? Like, I really, I would no pun intended, but I would wrestle with that idea because, like, 
it's kind of like to me to me saying this is what like saying that like if we're going to say like british strong style um as like a as like a sub genre is how wrestling should be just arbitrarily picking it out of the um out of the ether that's to, to me that's like saying that the kind of music clutch makes like that kind of blues rock music is what music should be well i was you know like well i was i was look i understand your point i was more referring to the fact that there shouldn't be this disdain for your fan base oh yeah yeah there shouldn't be this massive negativity towards it and that's what indie wrestling doesn't have because they don't understand it's like for for, look it's more like anything indie you go see a small band play and they're usually not dicks but you go see a bigger band and they could be absolute dicks it's It's that difference yeah it's to put this into kind of like another into into another uh, form as well it's kind of like the difference between reading a comic book uh, that's been written by grant morrison and reading one that's been written by mark miller you know, oh, that's a good point. One clearly yeah. loves comics, and the other one yeah. seems to really hate comics. Like, yeah, you know, that's a very good point. Yeah, like, Mark Miller is. Yeah, why does he? Why, like, I've never, I've never read anyone else who do, who works in comic book industry who seems to hate comics so much. Like, Alan Moore. <laughs> Alan Moore hates what they Alan, do to Alan comics. Moore didn't always hate comics. Mark Miller seems to have always hated comics. <laughs> yeah, I look, I love Alan Moore, but he gets very annoying sometimes. It's like, dude, uh, stop, come on, you know. No, but but, but Alan, Alan Moore is basically Bret Hart. He always loved comics, but he just hated the industry that spawned from Fair. it. <laughs> well, actually, that's a very good point at the moment because the comic industry, and we'll kind of move away a little bit from wrestling, yeah. I suppose, for the, the next half an hour of yeah. the show. The comic industry is in a lot of trouble. Um, it is, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, serious, no. serious trouble. Um, mm. And it's, it, we, we kind of been saying this for a while, but like, as somebody who would regularly buy comics, actually, I tried to buy... Batman, Tales from the Multiverse, Tales from the Dark yep. Multiverse, number one. Yep. I couldn't do it. I had to actually get it on eBay, so I actually did yep. get it on eBay. But the Irish uh, places that you normally go, Forbidden Planet, Subsidiary, all kinds of stuff, found it very difficult. Big Bang, surprised. Yeah. So I'm like, you know, I'll say to anyone listening now, guys, try and support the local uh, comic book industries because they won't be there if yep. we don't. And that's why I tried to do it first. But I was surprised that I couldn't actually order from those places. Now, Obviously, with the pandemic mm. and all that kind of stuff, you know, th- they're obviously adapting to like delivery and stuff like that. But still, it was very hard to get this specific book, which only came out like 23rd of December. Yeah. So, like, that's very, how, very recently. Very recent, but that's how limited these runs actually seem to be, which for me is a massive red flag. I'm like, well, you're yeah. not printing as much. <laughs> Well, so, the, the word around the campfire is that both of the big players, Marvel and DC, want to move almost entirely into digital. digital. Yeah, and they don't want to. Well, because the, again, the, there's more there's more profit to be made digitally for them. Well, again, when I when I was looking for this book, and again, this is the first kind of comic that I bought in a while. I just mm. you know I, I canceled my pull list over three years ago and saved myself an awful lot of money in the process. Mm. Um, like you know how many comics I was buying at one yeah. point, dude. It was yeah. it was ridiculous. Um, and you know I have a good couple of runs, but there's nothing really that grabbed me after it, so I didn't really miss it. But th- anything dark multiverse is like right up my alley. So mm. I wanted to get this book, and I really liked the metal series. Um, but yeah, when I was looking for it, I could get it on Comicsology, I could get it on Kindle, I could get it. all these places. You could actually get it very easily except in, in, in physical print edition. So mm. to be fair now, I can kind of see what you're saying is right, where you're going, you're, you're going to move towards this. But me as a comic reader, I don't particularly, well, I don't mind reading, like I've come around to reading on a tablet or an iPad or yeah. a Kindle or like that. They're, they're fine. I can get around it now. I don't like reading, I can do comics as well, but I don't, personally now, I wouldn't pay four dollars cover price for something on a tablet no like Absolutely a not. comic i just wouldn't do it well, i just wouldn't do it i i pay two euro no mm. problem but absolutely not yeah. because here's the thing and i'll tell you why about before you jump in i'll tell you why because when you buy a marvel or dc book you usually get a digital copy included 
So mm. that's why. There, there's a bunch of things I'd throw in there as well. First of all, first and foremost, when you go onto Amazon to buy a book for your Kindle, it does. These can go from these could like most of those like most of those kind of books you can get for like a fiver. Yeah, it's got a hell of a lot more information in it than a single issue. Yep. For sure. Um, like to spend, like, to, like this has been like the cost of comics has been one of the major issues I've had with it. Um, because like the the prices of it have gone just like through the roof. Like, yeah, it's not cheap. You know, it's not cheap. Like, I mean, because one of the things was, um, I think we were talking about this as well in an episode not too long ago. But like, one of the main reasons why, like. Um, why manga sells so much better now than it did here is because manga is a hell of a lot cheaper. There's more of it. Mm. And like, you know, again, because again, it's not like, it's not printing onto premium paper. It's, it's very like manga is very cheap to run comparatively. You know, I mean, like and again, when, like, when those books are like, and the, I think I think the thing that I that I have an issue with as well on digital editions especially is they're not like if if everything goes digital with them in terms of like the artwork is digitally made and digitally rendered and they're just uh, creating a basically like a digital they're just creating a digital copy and they're just putting mm-hmm. it on Comixology or whatever like it's not it's not massively like outside of the labor that went into making the pages mm. of the book. It's not expensive because no. there's no medium for it to exist. And it's just, it's just saved as a digital file that will frankly be, uh, they'll probably be captured in what, like megabytes of data. If, if, if that, even, if, if even, even, if like, even like books, books themselves are not even, megabytes yeah but you know like i mean again like digital like digital art is gonna have a bit more data in it because it's image mm. but still sure. it's gonna be like you're, you're not talking about a huge amount of data being in, in being put into it so what, you, got go 20, got tw- you got 25 pages compressed down and you're probably looking at maybe 10 megs yeah yeah so and really, even de- not that much. And, and like even then like that's 10 megs for one book i'm like that's not like i mean well it brings I mean, to the other thing as well right well you you can go on to websites and get that yeah you know and have it in probably less time than if you were yeah. to just buy it which is another problem that you have to have and you know we've talked about this as well yeah. piracy exists because it's easy and it's quick yep yeah. yeah. and what i would say is a netflix for comics yeah, but that's what comicsology is supposed to be. It's supposed to be. It's not. Yeah, but it's what's supposed. It's to be. not. It's yeah. It's it's like it's a great idea and a great yeah. service, but my god, expect them full price for comics no. digitally? No way, man. Like no. here's the thing. Like obviously, I, I I've been personally going through a lot of my stuff, right? As in like behind me and there just wall and walls of comics so i'm kind of happy enough to move away from physical media for the most part and just kind of keep what i want but when it comes to comics bag and boarding them there's certain runs you want and having the option is great but if you're going to do it that way and move directly towards that kind of thing because look people aren't going to pay it because they has they'll have that like for me even with games i'm kind of like i wouldn't pay so i wouldn't pay full price for a digital game as i would a physical game I just, I don't know, maybe I'm a boomer or whatever, but... Uh, I, I get I just, that, though. I get that. Yeah, it's, it's just that kind of thing. It doesn't have that same emotional it, it, impact. It, it's the difference between, between listening to a song on Spotify and buying the vinyl. Absolutely. You That's know? actually a very good point. Yeah, like, I, like, I love Spotify. I, like, I don't love Spotify. I kind of hate Spotify, but it is really handy. Yeah. But Spotify is 20, what, 10? Uh, 12, got, 12 euro it's i don't know it's like it's 15 if you've if you've got the family pack the family uh, pack okay i think package. i think it's like and i think it's like 12 euro for it's me like a month 10, I don't even 10 12 euro it's not it's not a yeah it's, I, it's, not, it's, it's relatively it's inexpensive it's yeah know. it's not a lot look it's grand and here's the thing it's super handy and the free tier is there and that kind of stuff now what would make sense to me just spitballing mm. if there was a similar thing rolled out where you bought tier packages for like to say 10 books get you yeah even call it the pull list right you get yeah. your pull list 
uh, you know, at the time my pull list was costing me about 35 euro a week, um, which you can imagine how expensive that got. Um, So let's kind of just bring it down, right? 15 bucks a month, right? Mm. For your pull list, say six bucks. That's okay. That's actually not bad, or 12 bucks, just to make so you have something to read every week. I think that would be a much better approach than expecting someone to pay five euro a go yeah. when you can literally go onto a website and get them. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Like, I think, so. yeah, like, I, I think, like, the, like, I always think in terms of trades, because that's how I, when, um, when I got back into, like, actually finding stuff I wanted to spend money on, I was happier spending mm. money on a trade. For sure. Um, you know, and I find that, like, if I'm going to, if I'm going to part money with it, I'd prefer to get the trade anyway. Um, but like, I think if you're going well, like, you know, basically for the, you know, if we're going to like really Netflix or Spotify, this out for the cost of one trade, Mm. you get access to all this library. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's uh, it. It's not, it's not, well, look, I'll give you, I'll give you another one as well, right? Trades go for what, like 20 quid now? You know, if well, depends what you go for. Yeah. You know, they're usually about 20 bucks though. And yeah. to be fair, I like trades, I kind of prefer yeah. them more than because like, you kind of read them. But um, on that point, like Curiosity Stream, I got a subscription there for eight euro for yeah. the year. Now, look, it is what it is. It's Curiosity Stream is great because it's basically like all, what History Channel used to be yeah. before they discovered porn star, uh, Pawn Stars and Storage uh, Wars and Ancient Aliens and Ancient Aliens. So, yeah. like, for me, I was like. You know, I heard that the selling point was it was old history channel, and then I watch it and I'm like, whoa, it's old history channel, which is for me, I love it. Like, I don't know, you know, you probably remember when you were a kid or a teenager and you'd be sick from school or whatever, mm. and you'd literally watch the history channel and discovery channel. So, yeah, that, my, whenever, that I, whenever I was sick as a, a child, that usually meant Lord of the Rings was going on my PlayStation uh, oh, for, for sure. a marathon, well, <laughs> so. for sure. But yeah, and but for me anyway, it kind of captures yeah. that that um, feeling. And my dad, my dad's a big fan of it too. Like he loves to, he loved the History Channel. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I when I got it, I'm like, here, I put it on the Roku box. I'm like, here, you need to watch this. And I go on, and he watches more than I do because it's literally like what the History Channel was right yeah. before. It was just all ancient aliens and. Uh, Pawn Stars and all that stuff, which look, don't get me wrong, like I kind of like Storage Wars, it's fun, uh, Pawn Stars is fun, and you know, H Aliens is gas, but it's like, can we just get a good documentary on Pompeii? Yeah, you know, can, can, can we just bring it back what, a bit, you know? Yeah, what would it would it kill you to do a series on the anthropology? the anthropological history of early man well here's the thing <laughs> you know, like, i don't want this to turn into an for curiosity stream but you know hey yeah. if you want to you want to support us go for it um, yeah, we'll, we'll also do we'll also do nebula as well if that's we'll do nebula we 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 even do raid shadow yeah. legends you know just yeah. for the lulls but anyway yeah. um but with, with curiosity stream i what's great about it is like they they kind of do everything. So it's not only like they do World War Two, they do technology. They have a really good stuff on cyber war. Mm-hmm. Uh, they do stuff on nature, but also they do a phenomenal series, even on like history of cities. So mm-hmm. they do a great one on uh, France through the ages. And it's just like, this is brilliant. And the thing about it is like the CEO even contacts you to be like, Hey, here's our mission statement. So I've never actually had a streaming service that has a mission statement other than we want your money. Give us your money. Yeah. Why aren't you giving us your money now? You know? Um, and I, we've talked a lot about shutter on this channel. Shutter's cool, but I think this is more beneficial. Like it's 40, you're, it's 40% off now at the moment. Pick it up for eight bucks. You will not be disappointed for the year. For the year. Yeah. That's awesome. Right. It's 40, 40% yeah. off now. Just, Go get it. Like it's yeah. I, I honestly I don't regret it. I, I regret I'll be honest with you, I regret Shudder a little bit. Mm. Um because it's like you, you can pretty much get through everything you want in about a week, but then they do kind of replenish it. So it's we'll see if it's worth it at the end of the year. I'll let you know. Yeah. But with Curiosity Stream, it's eight bucks. That's nothing. Yeah, that's awesome. You know, so that's an that's an Amazon Prime subscription. Actually, can we speak about Amazon Prime real quick? Because yep. oh my Absolutely. god. Right. So obviously Brexit happened, right? Yeah. Fine. Why did Amazon decide to screw themselves up completely? Even Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, why did you geo block 
everything Amazon Prime. Yeah. You know, so it's funny. I've noticed this now. Amazon themselves, they kind of have a way now where you order stuff and then you'll get a delivery, which is about a week out. So even if you have mm. Prime, it's a week out. So it's like, all right, fair enough, whatever. We'll let that go. They've geo-blocked pretty much their entire back catalog for the time being, which I think is a pretty bad move because one of two, t- well, one, what's going to happen mainly is you're going to have a massive loss in subscriptions. Yeah. Well, now I, I think what I think one of the main reasons why they're doing that is because they're trying to figure out what the distribution path is. They absolutely are, but they had four years. Yeah, yeah, but they had four but, years to figure this out. Yeah, but and you're was, like, what? What were you doing for four years? Like, <laughs> you know. And here's what's crazy, right? I, I don't know what it is but in the rest of Europe, fine, but I don't consider Ireland mm. part of Europe because it's really not. Um, and I'll go on record now and say I think Ireland should not have geo blocks standing in England because it kind of owned us for 800 years. Why can't we get the iPlayer? Right? <laughs> it's like, come on, man. Like, what's we demand, going on? We demand, we demand the iPlayer as, as, as part reparations. of reparations. <laughs> exactly. iPlayer, no geo block is reparations. It's like, oh, you can come in and take over us for 800 years, but you can't give us the iPlayer? It's like, come us, on. Like, who, why wasn't this poxy. argued? Yeah, you can't it's give like us your poxy BBC sounds, but exactly. I want your BBC sounds. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, and I'm just like, why has nobody set up a said, right, lads? Come on, like, what are you doing? Yeah. So for me, I just think it's ridiculous. Now, obviously, there are ways around it. Um, you can get a VPN, which you should again. Any VPN places want to sponsor us, we'll do that too. Yeah. But you can build a VPN server on um, a Raspberry Pi called Razap. Um, you can do that, or you can just buy one on Amazon. You can get a ready-made router and pop a OVA yeah. file or OVPN file onto it. Uh, but yeah, listen, lads, we should probably get this going. Where it's like, hey, I play for Ireland as reparations, <laughs> right? Because I don't know why that wasn't argued. <laughs> Seriously, it's like, come on. Well, did, like streaming services weren't a thing a hundred years ago when they were making the they were, they were making. The- well, I don't, I don't know why they haven't brought this up. I'm just like, listen, I have to use a VPN to watch this. It's you know, it's ridiculous. But, oh, um, yeah, n- n- now, try- now trying to watch Amazon Prime is is kind of a bit of a disaster. And I've had to, uh, I've been asked mm. by family members to be like, hey, can you make me a VPN box? So I've had to learn how to do that, Yeah, which is like not something I wanted to do, particularly when I'm in the middle of exams. But hey, no. Linux is a thing and yeah. it's fun. And you should it learn is. to do it. Everyone uh, should learn how to do Linux. Everybody should learn to do Linux. Actually, um great channel recommendation for mm. for yourself Brandon for the listeners if you have any interest there's a great uh, channel called Network Chuck mm. his, his content's I, I, great his it's content really, is really unbelievable great. like if you're into hard you not even I was, I was I've sent it to people who are in the industry and I've sent it to people in general to be like mm. hey this guy's great and he's the most approachable guy um, I mean, he makes I've ever seen understandable to me but also fun he yeah. has this really yeah. cool approach and uh, his coffee apparently is pretty cool so i'm gonna buy his coffee and see what's up about that because um mm. i know i really admire the guy i think it's such yeah. a cool niche that he's gone for but a niche yeah. that's so there but it, he, like it, it's it's so interesting though because like his his whole thing was like a way for him to study and learn and to kind yeah. of like churn out his like re-deliver information he was learning for himself and mm. he's turned it into a whole thing now thing which is awesome you know but like it's weird because usually when like you know this and i've known this as as people who have kind of reskilled to go into the industry from scratch basically it's not an easy climb so for somebody to have that outlook is very admirable but then to actually see the content be good is even more yeah. admirable because, like, usually you know you'll get some good good content, but it'll, set, it'll have it'll have blast and techno music and someone eating a microphone and yeah, all this kind of stuff where you're like, I just want to know how to configure this file, please. Yeah. And then he's so you'll find Network Chuck and he's there like, oh, here's how root tables work. Here's how to, you know, here's what yeah. you should learn. Like he did a video that I actually wanted to do about how to get into IT last week, two weeks ago. And, you know, it's literally stuff that I've said to people. I'm like, here's how to do it. You don't need all this. You just need these things. And it's cool to see. And I must say, like, if you haven't checked it out, and even for people who are like, you know, a lot of people have lost their jobs during the pandemic. A lot of people are probably not going to be able to work on certain things again. Go for it, man. Like, you know, 
go check out Network Chuck. Watch that video. I'll link it below because I think, you know, if you're watching it on YouTube or whatever, and check it out. I think it's a really good resource. Or even if you know anybody you haven't, it was one of the first things that I thought of when I was watching it. I was like, this is a really cool service for people. But I love his content. I think he's great. Um, so if, if you're if you're in any way inclined to learn any technical stuff, including getting the VPN so you can get the iPlayer until we get a rep- reparations, um, <laughs> go to um, oh. go over to Network Chuck. Uh, so we should get that like trending. We should like properly like do that. I think it'd be hilarious. So, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, you know, like yeah, like I don't, I just don't know. If, Maybe um, like I, th- I think even if it was just like you know, kind of like a. I'd like to do something where it's kind of like a just like a play on the repeal matches. Yeah, absolutely. Where, yeah, where, yeah. You know, like uh, we want the like, iPlayer and just that's it. We want the iPlayer when we want it now. Eventually. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, no, that'd be funny. Yeah, yeah no, like, and, like I, I've never personally understood that. I'm yeah. like, it just doesn't make any sense. Like we're right beside you. You know, yeah, it's, absolutely. <laughs> Like it's like, oh, you can spread your cold, you can spread your new strain of COVID over here, but we can't watch Doctor Who without VPN. Like, (laughs) come on. Oh, I was gonna say like, uh, you know, get like, uh, get someone to uh, to do like a a parody version of the Sound of Silence and call it the Sound of of, uh, BBC Sounds. (laughs) (laughs) And like, here's the thing: I I really like the iPlayer too. It's just I will say that all four, all four four is is like great man. Yeah, here's the thing. If, if all four gets geo blocked, yeah. man, then I'll be upset because that's my actual favorite. Yeah, favorite of the lot. Like, I'd, take away yeah. all the rest of them, and I'd be upset if all four goes. Yeah. Look, you get the Simpsons, you get Undercover Boss. That's all you need, man. But, I mean, but as well as that, like, you, you, the, the selection of stuff is great because, like, it's unbelievable. The, Have movies so- and everything. Which yeah, their film four movies are great. Mm. The I mean, I in my opinion, Channel Four has made the best uh, sitcoms of the last twenty years. Oh, easily, easily, um, like hands down. It's barely a competition. <laughs> it's like you without know, even tr- um, one hand tied behind their back, being kicked, being kicked over the head every couple of times, they yeah. still manage to come out with some phenomenal content. Yeah, and it's uh, all for free, which yeah. is even. Even wilder. What's crazy as well is if say if you were going, but I hate the ads on on all four. Yeah, well, if you spend four, if you spend four euro a month, you get rid of the ads. All right. Hold on, like <laughs> for ads, right? Ads. Okay, right. Um, on the RTE player. Yeah. Which, no, by the way, ladies hey, and gentlemen, hey, look, hey, look, the, the <laughs> RTE player is is made by someone who hates the people of Ireland. <laughs> it's, it, okay, hold on. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, you pay for the RTE player through a tax, right? Yeah. And, and they it can't work. E- and it doesn't work. No, it does hold on, right? It doesn't work on the desktop. It doesn't yeah. work on mobile. For some reason, it works incredibly well on the Roku box. <laughs> I don't understand it. It's like the one thing that it works on. I was using it. I'm like, you mean, you mean wow, the, one, is, the one box most people good. in Ireland don't have? Yeah, the only <laughs> way you can get a Roku box is to go in and spend six euro for it or order it in a roundabout way through Amazon. Um, oh, wow. Which oh, is wow. just like, yeah. And I was going through it. I'm like, wait, why is this so decent? This works. Now, to be fair, there are like 116 million ads. Yeah. And it's just like, Okay, so yeah, whoever made your team player, like, seriously, this is what we get. We get like <laughs> terrible episodes of everything for the one. Oh, and I actually wanted to watch the news on it one time, right? And mm. it's the one it won't let you watch live TV on the Roku box. You're like, this is a joke. <laughs> this whole thing is just a piss take of what a streaming service is. Yeah. But uh, yeah, like, you know, they should use it in colleges to show how bad a product is. Yeah. It's, 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 a, it's, a, it's an undergrad's failing project. Is what <laughs> oh, yeah. It's like, does it work? Yeah, but it doesn't deliver anything, you know, like co- yeah. compared to all, like, all four is should be the standard that all yeah. these kind of apps go for. And yeah. that was probably made on a shoestring, shoestring budget by like four people. Yeah. You well, know, I mean, you well, know, the well, RT player cost millions. Yeah. You know, like, it cost millions. Yeah. Absolutely. But like the, I think the thing that was well about, like, because like four, like, I mean, back when all four was 4 like, it's been around for like, 
a really long really time. Long they, time. They, yeah. they, they, they were making that back when the idea of doing digital recordings from a skybox was a newfangled thing. Mm. You know, it's been around a long time. And I think that's probably what's helped it to become so good now is that like it's had probably like the longest time in a rolling release format. So it could be really well, okay. Have, okay. Well, look, let, let's, really, really well, look, bad in well, look, 2009. Well, well true, but hold on. It's twenty. It's, it's 2021, right? Let, let's just look at it this way, right? What does an app, and we're not going to get into deep uh, app design here because we're not, neither one of us are, de- are really no. developers and all like that, right? But here's all you need to do it, right? Some AWS servers, a script to pull stuff back and forward, Elasticsearch. No. And then something to pump it out, and that's it. There you go. <laughs> that's your app. That's all you need, right? You could, you could. Uh, actually, I will take a thing. Some undergrads probably could make it for a project, and it would probably work better. That's why you said the failing oh, one because yeah. it doesn't work. But, it doesn't work. Yeah, you know. But 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 what's really interesting about the RT player is that the things that work really well on it are the ads. Yeah, oh, the ads always work. <laughs> you can't block them. Like they the don't thing. need if buffering ha- time either. <laughs> no, they don't. They just start. Tell you if you want to get sixteen ads yeah. for Brendan's bread, you're going to get them. You're going to get yeah. the same ad all over. Look, here's the thing. But here's the thing. I don't understand why you need an ad for Brendan's bread or for butter. It's like people are going to buy that anyway. Like it's mm. the most redundant ad in history. It's like like mm. trying to sell milk, bread, or what else? milk, bread, or Look, butter to I mean, Irish people is just ridiculous. Like that's yeah. all we live on. I'd put tea. I'd put, I'd put tea on that list as well. Tea is on that list as well. It's like you don't need to advertise this. It's already no. there. You're born with it. Like come it's, on, it's it's in the shops. We're gonna buy it. <laughs> like, we're gonna buy it exactly. You know, it's just you don't need to advertise. You know. So the fact you get like four ads for Brennan's bread and then four ads for Kerrygold and then four ads for for Avonmont milk, you're like, yeah, this is all stuff that you buy the first time. Like you go to the shop and pick up first. I don't need ads for this. You know, yeah. advertise something else. But anyway, that's it. And yeah. they're always crystal clear as well. No buffering time. Perfectly ready to go. And then what's funny about it is. The TV license has already paid for this, so why are the advertising? Ridiculous. I don't understand this, yeah. guys. Just, that, we're just asking questions. We're just asking questions. Yeah. Well, that, I but, mean, like, um, that's like the that's the thing, though, is that like they say, well, you know, like to have the like you know to have like a competitive service with the BBC, we need to have ads to do. I go, well, we're not asking you to compete with BBC. We're asking you to just do things properly and they go well but we're not we're not even asking for the other player we're we're not even asking for the rt player we're asking for the i player we're asking for access to it is there any way we could is there any we can be like can we use our tv license to get the i player instead (laughs) because that actually works you know even with a vpn it still works again like i mean the the thing that's crazy is that like when you compare when you compare like even i would say like you know I think that comparing like RTE to BBC is unfair for a litany of reasons. Um, but it's fun though. Like, uh, yeah, it is fun. But what I would say <laughs> is that like, yeah, even, even if we're not comparing it, it doesn't take a huge amount. It doesn't take a huge amount to look at what's happening in RTE and go, hang on a second. So you have more revenue streams than any other commercial broadcasting station. And yet you're in debt. Yeah, how sense. does that happen? Well, here's then, one for you. Well, here's yeah. one for you, right? TV Trigo or Virgin Media. I think I said this for Red Rock. I was watching Red yeah. Rock and I'm like, this yeah. is one of the Red best Rock's shows great. I've seen. How did you do this with no money? You know, yeah. it's just, I don't understand it. And I'm like, he, you know, you'd make Fair City, which is terrible, yeah. and you get loads of it. Like, even though we've been on it and, you know, we've yeah. worked on it for like, what, two or three years. Yeah. And I was like, even at the time, you knew it was a complete piss take. But yeah. you're like, it shouldn't be. Because with Red mm. Rock, you're like they're actually taking this seriously. Yeah. It's it's but, just, it's but, ridiculous. But as well as that, like I mean, the budget of Fair City was comparable is comparable to, um, I think it's Carnation Street. Carnation Street, yeah. Which has, like the the things that Carnation Street does with its budget is staggering comparatively. <laughs> you know, like, but what I think is really interesting is so like yeah, well, 
you know, you compare compare virtual media. Let's go for let's go for something that's really not. Let's go for Tina G. Tina, like TG Cahar is head and shoulders a better station. <sighs> Tina G. Like here's the thing, right? And Tina I'll G. say Cahar's this now: I, look, man. even if it gets us in trouble, right? Whatever. Tina G. Should be getting the funding. Yeah. Not RTE because or. Like even to, like they start doing now the, where they they'll go and do the Irish news before six one, yeah. and it looks better. It's presented better. Everyone looks like they're actually invested, and it doesn't it doesn't offend the eyes. You know, as far as like yeah. presentation wise, it actually looks pretty decent. It's and very I'm modern like, looking. It's very, very modern, modern looking. looking. It doesn't look like it's it's from two thousand and five, and it's just yeah. like listen, just fund these guys. Like yeah. is RTE just gonna waste it? So yeah. I, you know, again, that's another thing. Uh, uh, we want, we want, we, we want reparations for the i player as uh, the i player reparations and fun TNG because it's a lot better. Yeah. And that's just you know, let us know. I mean, TNG, let us TNG know what you already already get has its funding. But, yeah, man, like, but it gets it gets table scraps. <laughs> If it's yeah, it's with its table scraps, it's doing so well for itself. Like yeah. I watched the other, I watched not too long ago. They have like they have, and I say this. I said this with utmost sincerity. They did a perfect dub of Shrek in pure Samurai Jack too. In, in, uh, pure Irish. In, yeah, Samurai Jack as well. Samurai uh, Jack, Yu-Gi-Oh, Clone Wars, uh, Justice League, uh, Justice, Justice League. League it's like you know, and yeah. the movies like, are great as well. Black Forty Seven, they funded it. Uh, yeah. It's like they, you know, they actually they, care. Done, um, yeah, they did. Um, the, all the Harry Potter's been dubbed into Irish as well by them. Like they've yep. done, I mean, they, they, these are not small feats, like, and people could go, well, no. you know, TV shows, whatever. It's like, but it, uh, you have no idea how expensive dubbing is. Like, it, look, it may be TV shows, but in when you're compete when you're competing for funding, yeah, like, uh, okay, right, okay, actually, hold on, let's just let's just I mean, we'll wrap it up here because we only have five minutes left. Mm. In a time where you know you're saying, okay, it's only a TV show. What have RT done? Yeah. <laughs> the, yeah. Nothing. Like, they do nothing. An app, an app that doesn't work or works when you know yeah. we have to choke your browser to actually work, um, nope. or you know shows that nobody watches because they're terrible. So it's like, well, there you go. Actually, no. You know what they've done? No, no, they've done RT Gold, which they want to get rid of. RT Gold is a good station. They want to get rid of it as digital. It's like, man, come on. Like, yeah. come on! But they, the, one of the things that they're doing as well is they have like, the, they keep trying to get in like, uh, the likes of um, it's like what what's those two podcast guys they have now? Um, uh, I can't think of them anyway. But they keep trying to get in like these young guys, these uh, these people that were going to get people from the eighteenth. 35s to watch, but then they completely hamstring them and go, "Well, no, this this is what we're doing with you," because yeah. like under WWE. no circumstances, can, yeah, under no circumstances can you show your actual personality on RTE. Yeah, like yeah, look, and, <laughs> under and no say, circumstances look, can people find you enjoyable. And here's the thing, you know, the free market. If you took mm. away the funding from it. And they had to survive. They get very creative, very, very quick. Like you know, it is what it is. It's the indie mentality. You they've, gotta, they've you know, get, adapt. They get very out of business very, very quick. But that's <laughs> well. The market solves all, mm. and RTE by hanging on is just like, come on, like you know, it is what it is. Like we do this show with no budget, and it has better production values than most things on RTE. So just is what it is. Anyway. So, assuming we don't get kicked off the radio for what we just said, hopefully we won't. Thank you for checking us out on Phoenix 92.5 FM. We are here on YouTube. We're on Twitch. Thanks to your support. Please subscribe if you do. We should have the guys back next week. Uh, I don't know what's going on. The guys are are taking a break off this week. We have a bunch of stuff uh, got to do with... um, a whole new content coming out as well. Uh, rewind is back up next week. Doing for the exposures back up next week. I think Keen has the game corner coming back and uh, anime crash course and also uh, straight out Kanto as well. They're going to be bombarding us with content soon. So yep. do stay on the channel. Brain, is there anything you want to plug before we wrap up? Uh, I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but um, 
yeah like if you if you feel the need to to get in touch with me you can get in touch with me with me on twitter at castbraincast and that'll probably do it for me for this week in terms of plugs so absolutely all right guys well uh do keep an eye on the rewind as well because brain will be joining us for our year in review best of show which is going to happen probably next week but we'll let you know join us on social media so we can keep you up to date there so until next week guys this has been there to no basis see you later bye Check out the Wrestling Rewind here on Phoenix 92.5 FM every Tuesday at 8pm to 9pm. And of course, over on NairToKnowMedia.com, the only wrestling podcast by wrestling fans who don't hate wrestling. We'll see you then. Welcome to Overtime here on Nerd to Know Media.